Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. It is the Steeler Blitz. This is SNR. And this is, more importantly, Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler. Who, me? Let's get it. Let's get it. Now, before we went to our final break, we did ask the Power Grid, the Mega Watch, to go ahead and hit us on the hip, which means hit us on the Twitter.com and let us know your thoughts, comments, concerns on everything that we've been discussing today. Uh-huh. And like always, they came. Like always. <laughs> They, they, didn't, they didn't leave us out here high and dry. Like always, the participation was felt. So, we shall turn it over. You know the best thing that you can uh, you can say about fans? What can you say? Is that they, they, show, that they show up. They cray-cray? Well, they are cray. They cray-cray? Especially our fans here. I like But that they show up. You know, as a fan, that's how you can do your part. You show up in the power grid, the megawatts. I heard a coach once tell me the first rule of getting better was showing up. I've I've heard that too. Mm-hmm. I've heard that too. Just gotta show up. First our, our megawatts, our power grid, they're always showing up for us here on the twitter.com. Uh you want the TJ specific tweets first to kind of keep that conversation rolling before we get into some of the uh the goofiness that always is the power grid as well, too? Surprise me. Okay. How about this one? Mark wants to know the potential for using and get this, Mark Robinson as a uh, as a depth outside linebacker piece, you know, clearly that, that he's a backup, he's a depth guy, but, you know, we, we saw him play off the edge a little bit in the preseason. He got a strip sack there. Just wondering if they would use him as a potential backup um, in in the absence of T.J. Watt or if he'll stay inactive and stay in, in the middle of the defense there. I'm glad that this has come up. We can discuss this. Um, you got that look on your face like you're about to lay down some football gospel. No, no, no. I was just going to just break down the context um, because clearly Mark had referenced the strip sack yes. for Mark and said that that was him playing outside linebacker. He was not playing outside linebacker. He was aligned on the edge of the line of scrimmage, but he was a blitzer. Night and day from playing true outside linebacker. Um the big thing when you're talking about Mark or any inside linebacker and asking them to go out there and play outside, 
what you're asking them to do is drastically different from what they're accustomed to doing at inside off ball. Inside off ball, your balance stance, you have, what, four to five yards of time, space, before you ever have to engage. So even though Mark, who is still on the smaller side in terms of inside linebackers, that's why he's able to use his quickness and athletic ability to win, you don't have that luxury at outside linebacker because you're one step and we're touching. And now it's can my 230, 240, 250, or in some cases 260-pound frame mm. set said edge versus 300, 310, 315, 320, sometimes 330-pound tackle. Most inside linebackers, they struggle <laughs> with that because you're, as an inside linebacker, you're balanced. I'm two hands, chest plate, head butt, extend, work my release move, fine ball. At outside linebacker is half man. So I'm stepping, but I'm only using one leg. I'm using that first, you know, I'm, I'm going to use two hands to shoot, but after that, I'm dropping the one arm and I got to set that edge and keep my outside arm and leg free. That's a different technique. That's a different skill set inside versus outside guys. And then when you're talking about just some of the true, like, first and second down run stuff, when well, now you're asking to do play a seven technique, and that's just in general, it's tough to do just as an outside linebacker that works on it all the time. But when you're talking about a guy that doesn't do that and that's him to moonlight there, you really would have issues just in terms of his read and react in how it would ultimately create new holes and compromise the defense. And when you're talking about on the perimeter where outside linebacker plays, when you mess up, you're putting pressure on that corner, you're putting pressure on that safety. Any person don't want to have those dudes having a lot of, uh, you know, pressure and open field tackling because you can't, sitting your C-gap where you can't set the edge, that's the type of stuff that you have to worry about, though, when you're asking a Mark Robinson to go out there. Um, Ryan Shea's here. We love Ryan, right? Mm-hmm. Shea was one of the most electric, most athletic players you will ever have seen in your life. And there's times where, you know, we'll blitz him off the edge, and people are like, hey, man, play him outside linebacker full time. Wes, I love Ryan Shea's here. That is my brother. <laughs> I would tell him to his face, and he would agree with me 100%, bro, I'm not outside linebacker. <laughs> and And he didn't just accept that. No, no, no. This was through trial and error. Sure, sure. This was this is multiple times and multiple years where it was like, Shay, this is not you, bro. Like, we get it, you're fast, and we know that you know you can rush and certain things, but what they're trying to ask you to do, this just isn't what you do. You know what I mean? Like, if you're blitzing is different. But to come out here and pre snap your line as outside linebacker and that tackle knows you're a DN outside linebacker, that's not the same. It's not the same. And that's the part, man, we're talking about Mark Robinson or any other inside linebacker, why it's such a difficult ask for them. So that's why, for me, I would say no to Mark Robinson and on top of the fact that he's a younger player as well. You need to be learning inside linebacker. You weren't even, an inside, too much on his you weren't even an inside linebacker for four years in college. He, he, for the, yeah, for those who don't know, he got the old misses yeah. a running back. So that's my – I'm like, you're still learning this yeah. position. Yeah. I don't want to do anything to disrupt the progress that I've been seeing from him specifically. So, yeah, he's double no for me because of those two things. Number one, like I said, inside guys trying to play outside is always a tough task. Especially no for a rookie. No different asking the outside. Alex Eisman, if you ask Alex Eisman to go and play inside linebacker, he's going to struggle because it's just technique-wise, it's night and day. Responsibility-wise, it's yeah. night and day. Yeah. Listen, I know we've had some guys who have had that skill set before. 
Um, I don't know if our listeners will remember, but the Steelers mm-hmm. a few years back they had this guy named Arthur Motes oh, chill, who could do both. Yeah, chill, man. You guys remember that? You guys you remember chill, him? I mean, man. he was he was he you was a dog chill. out there. You but not chill. everybody's as sharp between the ears as Arthur Motes was. Well, it's the gift and the curse because <laughs> they hit you with. You're good enough to play multiple spots, but not great enough to get you uh, know the, the jack of yeah, all trades, yeah, the master of absolutely. none. Absolutely. <laughs> so that that was my dilemma. So it's pros and cons of both. Hey, I've been told the more hats you can wear, the harder it is to get rid of you. The easier it is to keep you around. Harder it is to get rid of you, yes. But they don't give a hundred out there for versatility. They give a hundred out there for for like specialists. <laughs> if you're a pass rush specialist, if you're a a, a coverage specialist, ah, they get paid. We, I still got paid. I ain't gonna act like I ain't get paid. They still take care of the boy. Now they, they, hey, hey, the, the pockets still feel very gracious, okay? And and I have all the love, respect, and and I and I hug you. How many times you see when I see Mr. Kevin Cole? What I say? I appreciate you, Kevin Cole. When I see Mr. Rudy, what I say? Hey, Mr. Rudy, love you, man. Hey, I appreciate everything, Coach Tom. I give him a hug. Or hey, man, appreciate you now, because they they changed the boy's life. They changed my life, life. All right. But all I'm saying is, if I would have been less versatile and more dominant at just one particular thing. The NFL, that's, that's... You might have had Bud Dupree yes, money is what you're and telling that's me. Difference. That's the difference. They, they, if you can just do one thing at an elite level, they will pay you more for that than versatility. Versatility will have you nine years in the league. Versatility will have you have a around. career. Keep you around. stay around, and if you make plays and you do some things you really make some good, nice change. Yeah, you get some money. Absolutely. But it's a difference. <laughs> Pros and cons. It's a difference. <laughs> you tell you telling me you and Megan that 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 uh that Aaron Donald, that TJ Watts, Skrilla. They ain't asking Aaron Donald to go out there and play D line or, or go out and play outside linebacker. They ain't asking TJ, hey TJ, can you go in there and play inside linebacker? We need to get Devin Bush are struggling. Can, can we instead of Robert Spillin, can you go get that? TJ, we want you out there. They you know, no, TJ, we really need some uh, some more options in the running okay. back room. Could you uh, they, tote they, the rock a few they ain't times for him us? Do all that. That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although it is hey, funny. Hey, hey, no, no. Joe Hayden. You know how Cam Sutton, we seen him at outside corner, then we see him at slot corner, then we see him at dime. You ever seen Joe Hayden live at the nickel? <laughs> Wait, who was the uh <laughs> Who was the guy for the for the Chiefs that just had to kick on Sunday? Justin Did you Reed, see that? Justin, Justin Reed. Reed. <laughs> Can you kick, Motsi? <laughs> Man went out there and made an extra point and was, then kicked listen, the kickoff through the back of the end zone. That's versatility, pretty impressive. Versatility. That's pretty impressive. Versatility. I was Cam Hayward's backup on field goal block as well. Were you? You know, you, on field goal protection, you know, he's right, the, right, the right, wing. Right, right, yeah. I, and I can break down every position on field goal block if I to coach it because versatility. I know how to play both sides, left and right wing or tight end. Yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. Hey, step with your one foot, punch, you block an area, not man. My right hand with your left hand is how we secure this gap. That's how the field goal got blocked with Minka. The, the day going down tight end, he doesn't shoot his hand. The wing does, the tight end does it. How do I know that? Because I was back up on that as well, man. Versilly. A lot of training. <laughs> Danny Smith wouldn't let you make that mistake. <laughs> no, because I was undersized, so I had to be perfect technique-wise. Yes. And I was praying and thinking about lucky uh, football gods every time I did not have to go out there because, yes, that's what it looks like when you're a backup going out there on field goal protection. Scott tweets us. I knew we would get this. That, mm-hmm. that Motsi, I, he says, I know that old, the old man Motsi has six weeks left in him. <laughs> I knew I knew someone was gonna I knew I knew someone was gonna give us that. Well, I am washed. He's got six more weeks of doing a radio show, maybe. Come on, man, I'm washed. I hope you got more than six weeks. No, 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 I'm good on that. This is about the, the this is about the only thing that gets me about the bit right. Now. Okay, it's like all right, I guess I can go to the studio. Did they move it? All right, it's closer now. All right, I guess. I guess. Right around the corner. It was in the contract. It had to be closer. Right around the corner. Uh, Walter tweets us and says, "What about Quincy Roche? Can we pick him up?" 
Uh, he was on the Giants' active squad yeah. this past Sunday. Yeah. Like he, he, he was, was on not the practice last squad. Year as well. not... Last year because he had a couple sacks with yeah. them as well. Yeah. So I don't even know. It's not like you could nab him off their practice squad You'd have right to trade now. For him. My, You'd um, have to trade for him. And my biggest issue is knowing that T.J. White is not going to require surgery. I don't want to mortgage my future for this season only. If we're talking six to eight weeks, like that time frame, maybe longer. And like I said, for me, I'm erring on the side of longer. I just don't know how much I'm trying to give up that could alter next year and the year after that for a player this season. I concur. Because I'm not going to find a TJ Watt replacement. So all I'm going to be doing is giving up more draft capital for lesser than TJ Watt models. I don't like that idea. Like, if I'm giving up first rounds, I want Mika. But I'm not going to get Mika. I'm, I'm going to get knockoff Mika. Uh, I'm going to get great value Mika. Great, I, was just gonna, I don't want that. Great value Mika? Yeah, I don't want that. You I don't want Kirkland Mika? Not, not, not for, not for, not for uh, Mika money, no. No. <laughs> I don't want to pay Louis Vuitton money for my Target t-shirt. That's all I'm saying. I love my Target t-shirt. It's, tw- it's $14.99. I don't want to pay $214.99 for the same $14.99 t-shirt. And that's some of the stuff that when you're talking about supply and demand, it's not a lot of supply out there. There's, so there's, the, not, the there's a lot of more people who want those Absolutely. Louis Vuitton T-shirts yeah. than there are T-shirts yes. available. It's like PlayStation 5s. Yeah, so now it's like, okay, well, what are you willing to pay? What are you willing to give up? How bad do you really want it? Yeah. And that's what we don't need to get into. Yeah, I concur. I completely concur. Blake says, just need the team to play well for TJ, stay in good shape enough for him to return after the bye week. Blake's with us on that regard. He also wants to know, what is your preferred mixer with vodka? Uh, I'm a margarita dude. Margarita makes me. Yeah. Um, Sprite me. Lemonade. Um, oh, lemonade is always hidden. Absolutely. You can never go wrong my, with that. I think Bull, I, don't, I might have told you this back like in June or July. My drink this summer mm-hmm. was Tito's, mm-hmm. lemonade, mm-hmm. And, and chuck a couple blueberries on top. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Oh, buddy. Okay. Oh, yeah, buddy. See, I was on my tequila. I had a few of those on the back porch. Yeah, I was doing tequila margarita and a tequila margarita mix Sprite. Yeah, Ooh. that was my thing, man. Get a little like kick that. on it. I like, Keep it summer. I like that. Flavoring. I'm a real sicko. I like Sprite with gin. Ooh. And normally when people hear that, they're yeah. like, what's the matter with you? Yeah, it's different. But if I'm like, if I'm at a classy wedding, give me a little okay. Bombay and Sprite. I talked about this with your father-in-law okay. at training camp. Do you okay. remember that? Yes. Yes. Bombay and Sprite. He was like, Bombay and Sprite? Bombay. What's the matter with you? Like, who are you? <laughs> Rod Dalla wants to know if you're leaving Highsmith or if you're moving him to TJ's side. No, I'm leaving him. Yeah, yeah me the, too. The whole reason TJ plays Less over there moving, is just, yeah. least amount of moving parts as possible. Yeah, TJ plays on that side because he rushes better from the left side. That is the only reason. Most of your elite rushers anyways, they're rushing from the right side because you want to be on the blind side. TJ's the outlier. It's not a lot of dudes that are, you know, mm-hmm. rushing on that side. For Alex, man, he's very gifted rushing on the right side. Yeah, you don't know, just in terms less, less moving tackles. parts. Absolutely, man. I'm not going to inconvenience Alex to to try to benefit one of these other dudes, man. I'm saying, Alex, man, go out there and be that guy. Just keep and doing if, what you're doing. And if your side is that side, man, shoot, you're going to play your side. Just keep yeah. doing what you're doing Absolutely. and let everything else fall into place. We got mm-hmm. one or two more TJ-specific ones here before we get into some of the others. Cuban Dan. Cuban Dan. Tweets us and says, I have no idea how to replace anything that would come close to resembling TJ. But... If the Roonies want to give me TJ's salary, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> uh, I say just have him come back when he is healed and has the lowest possible risk of re-injuring himself. Steelers versus the world. Yeah, that's another conversation. The lowest possible risk of him re-injuring it. 
I mean, honestly, that would that probably would, be next season. Absolutely, if, if we're being honest. Yeah. So it's but like you have to you have to know when is the best time to mitigate that risk. When does it go from okay, he's got a fifty percent chance of re-injuring it to a fifteen or twenty percent chance? But you're asking that for this Correct. season, and that's a I personally don't to walk. think it gets that. Low it doesn't get that this low season. Like, yeah, we're saying this. It's not like we're asking, hey, is this long term or is this next year? Or is this if this is even in March? We're right. talking about right. October. Or even if this happens in November, OTAs in May. December, like, yeah. dude, that is quick. Yes, it is. It's quick. I know it's only week two right now, but it will be, it'll be, thank- we're all going to blink and it'll be Halloween and Thanksgiving right. tomorrow. I mean, that's that's just how the world yeah. moves. Uh, 9-20, our buddy Steeler Nation. like I said, man, I'm hoping that TJ, man, proves all of us wrong. Yeah, I'm you hoping know, he's Wolverine. Yeah, heck yeah, dude. I'm hoping he's Wolverine. Trust me, don't, 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 nobody want to be wrong more than we do. 100%. We're over here like, yes, man, we we, we would uh, uh, love this. I love to be wrong. Yes. That's why I do this for a living. How mm. many professions can you be wrong often and mm-hmm. still keep it moving? I could do this or I could be a meteorologist. That's about it. Steeler Nation 920. Not as much wiggle room for airs when you're a doctor, I've been told. Steeler Nation 920 says I would sit TJ at least until after the bye. Stay in-house for these next two games and then go shopping if needed to improve depth. I think that that's the format. I think that that's the blueprint. Um, I'm, I'm with you there, uh, 920. Uh, he also says, did anybody see that video of the Bengals fan spewing and not even attempting to go to the bathroom, just sitting there in her seat? I did see that. Did you see that? I didn't know it was like a lady. I, I saw like the, um, you know, like on Twitter, like you don't have to blow the video up. You can see so the I little. I saw what it was. I didn't know like what. Like all of these other, because I ain't, I ain't trying to Listen, watch Listen, what bothered me is that there was up, a kid in a neck brace sitting in front of her. See, I ain't And you're just puking all over the port, like, get up and move, poor kid. You see, for me, I couldn't even tell you it was a kid with a neck brace in that video, because I'm like, I'm not you just about kept, to. Yeah, yeah you weren't trying yakking, to watch like, that. Why would I want to watch a person yakking? Like, I'm good on that, bro. <laughs> now, here's a good tweet from Francis, okay? Francis says, happy hump day, fellas. I keep hearing you say you don't want a great value T.J. Watt or Minka Fitzpatrick, but come on, be nice. Miles Garrett and Jesse Bates are quality players. Hey, man, I get it. I get it. That's pretty good. I get it. That's a nice one. That's a, that's a nice one. I like that one. That's good. Katie tweets us and says, no questions today, just saying hi, fellas, but I did want to confirm what the regular season schedule will be now for the show. Well, Katie, that's a question. That sounds like a question. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, high noon on your 24-7, home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio? Steelers Nation Radio. Oh. And, but always, Mozi, so the people know, <laughs> you can get us in podcast form wherever you get Hold your podcast. What, what does that mean? Like, uh, you know, you subscribe to a podcast. It's basically a feed of our show every day on demand at your convenience. But do I got to pay for that? No, you, you don't. Ain't trying to, it's ain't not got, like Netflix. Netflix not they charge, subscribe. No. I keep getting these emails like $19. Now it's $20. Now it's like $25. It's not Disney Plus. Okay. Is it's, there a plus in it? Because if it's not a plus in it, I don't know if it, if it makes sense. There's a plus in it, and that's that uh, every time you subscribe uh-huh. and uh, and download episodes and leave nice reviews, uh-huh. I mean you make your uh, you make your bosses or you make our bosses feel good about what uh-huh. we do. So okay. that's the plus in it. Fair you enough. can help us out. Yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon. If you want to listen live, if you want to participate in the show, uh, iHeartRadio, iHeart app, you. Steelers.com, you. Steelers app, you. But yes, this is also 2022. Motsi and I know how the world works now. How does the world work? Like J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> it's my content, and I want it now. Did you just say, like, J.G. Wentworth, bro? What is <laughs> It's my content, and I want it now. And you can get it. 
whenever you want it or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to us Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, 2 in the morning, 2 at night, 2 at night, 2 in the morning, 2 in the afternoon. Like J.G. Wentworth, man. While you're working out, while you're going to work, while you're walking the dog, while you're ignoring your family. Get that content however you want to get it, baby. Whenever you want it. Call J.G. Podcasts. 877-PODCAST now. Okay? It's like that, bro. <laughs> Do we like that sometimes? Devin in Denver. Haven't talking heard from about Devin that in a little flame while. Throw you talking about that, Devin? He talking says, about, is, let's go. is Coach Hoodie Cheat going to say he's seen better safeties than Minka? I hope not. Well, is that? I feel like I'm missing something here. That's. I think that's a Belichick thing to do. You know, it's like when asked about a how great a player is. Well, I've seen better. He be saying that. I got to get out more, man. Ooh. You know who he doesn't say that. I about. hope he says that this week about Mink. I need I, that. I hope so too. I hope, I hope so too. Come on, man. There's all I've 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 been told right. It's like the the old adage. There's only three things yeah. that Bill Belichick speaks positively about. Lacrosse, okay. the Naval Academy, Ooh. and Ed Reed. <laughs> the the Ed three things, if you want to get Reed. Bill Belichick to smile and actually engage in conversation, you could talk to him about three things. Lacrosse, Navy, and Ed Reed. Wow. It's, it's true. That's what, I, see, that's, I, know that's about, what I knew told. about the Ed Reed. I did not know about the Naval Academy, though. Like, what? Yeah. That's where, I don't, he, did he, I think he went to, did he went to Naval Academy? I think he did. I think he did. Hold on one second. Educate me on Bell. On Belichick, please. Yeah, I had no clue about this. Bill Belichick. Let's see here. Education. Uh, Sorry. He grew up in Annapolis, Maryland. Ah, okay. okay. He grew up in Annapolis, Maryland. Yes. Where did he go to school at then? He went to Wesleyan University, which is a private college in Kentucky. I was going to say, which? Is that Kentucky? Sorry. Uh, since uh, 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 Connecticut. Sorry. Oh, okay, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. Private university in Connecticut. Because, you know, he's one of those New England guys. Man, we hear Wesleyan. Like, God knows Wesleyan College in Virginia and everywhere. Hi, uh, Wesleyan. You're right. There is a Wesleyan college everywhere. Well, he played lacrosse at Wesleyan University in ah, Middletown, Connecticut. Athlete makes sense. There makes you sense. go. Makes sense. How about that? What uh, his father was an assistant football coach at the Naval Academy. Ah, okay. That's why he grew up in Annapolis. Makes sense. Why he talks about the Naval Academy. A couple more here to wrap us up. Uh, Steeler Nation 920 also adds <laughs> Heinz Ward is the Wednesday of the NFL. I like that. That works. Hines with a Super Bowl MVP, man. I I like Wednesdays. Moats is hosting. You wake up the next day. Man. It's almost the weekend. I like Wednesday. It's the first day of the week that I don't feel like, oh, man, it's really only Monday. Oh, man, it's really only Tuesday. No, I wake up on Wednesday. I'm like, oh, here we go. We make it through today. Moatsy's hosting. All we got to do is make it through today. We got ball on Thursday. <laughs> then it's Friday. Wednesday may be Kirk Cousins. And Kirk might slightly be above Wednesdays because even him being the first quarterback, first player to ever have a fully guaranteed contract in the NFL is historic. Oh, you funny. I'm starting out there. You like that? I, you know, I'm a Kirk guy. You like that? You know I'm a Kirk guy. He played pretty well on Sunday. Maybe, maybe I'm like the Tannehill. Maybe that's what Wednesdays are, Tannehills. So you're telling me Tannehill's the quarterback you're looking forward to seeing? Comeback day of the week? That's, that's the day you're looking forward to seeing the most. Ryan Tannehill. You can't I wait to watch Tannehill. I the day I was looking forward to seeing the you most. You said it was your favorite day. No. You did. You said, I that's, did. You're right. You said that. that. You said you said it's well, my that's just favorite you're day. So is Ryan Tannehill like your favorite? Like, that's what it'd be like. I mean, big Texas A&M guy, if anybody knows anything about me. <laughs> In conference, we trust. Let's get it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Solomon 
tweets us and says, good morning, cousins. And, you know, he's, morning. he's tweeting from Alaska, so it oh. is it is the morning out there. No, it definitely is. Um, he said, you know, all I keep hearing about is how much our offense stunk it up in week one, but I don't think anyone was crediting Cincinnati's defense. That is a good defense. What do you guys think? Is there some merit to what I'm saying, or, is, or am I off base? No, I think there's a lot of merit. I think that the Bengals did some good things defensively, and I think offensively, based on um, – me watching the tape and stuff like that, and I actually did a film review of I saw you know, that on your stuff YouTube like page, that, man. Just talking about some of the positives, some of the negatives. People are quick to go with a narrative. They're quick to say, "Hey, it was quarterback, and everything is quarterback issue." People are quick to say it's offensive line. Everything is offensive line related issue. People are, you know, not as quick, but they'll say it's the receivers. When in actuality, all of those dudes had a hand in why this offense looked the way that it looked on plays where the protection was good. Throw was off on plays where the protection was good and the throw was good. The receivers weren't open on plays where, you know, the protection is bad. Now you can't even get the throw off or you might have a guy open and Mitch is ready to make the throw, but it's pressure. He has to take off. Mm -hmm. That's not a recipe for consistent success. So when you're looking at this offense and you're asking yourself, man, why does it look the way that it looked at times in week one? That's why. All of those guys have to just be more consistent. And I think that they will as time goes forward because this was just week one. We do have to remember that. And this is their first time having a full game. Because we said it's different playing three quarters. And they just had 94 94 snaps of it. It's different playing two quarters. It's different playing one quarter. When you got to play four quarters, execute at a high level. Well, I guess it wasn't that for the deep. Right, right. But but, I get what you're saying, though. But that's 70 minutes. But that's, that's the difference. So I think. As they do this more, they will get in more unison. Um, some of the throws that Mitch and the receivers were off on, I'm looking and I'm like, man, this timing right here. There were some plays to be made there. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's timing. It's like, man, if this, if Mitch trusts this guy a little bit more, or if the O line protects this a little bit better, or if you know Mitch delivers a better throw here, or if this receiver creates just a little bit more separation here, those are some of the things that you know popped up a lot in this Bengals game, but more importantly on possession downs. And we know possession downs aren't weighted the same. That's the difference between drives extending and putting together scoring drives versus being three and out. You got to do well on third downs. And they did not. They did not. And that's part of the reason why they had the ball half as much as the Bengals did and why the defense had to play 94 snaps. Mm -hmm. But when you look at why they were struggling on those downs, it wasn't as if every third down was third and long because they did have some of those. When you're looking at third and 12, third and 15, it's like, man, it's not a lot that you could do with that. But the amount of third and intermediates or third and shorts that they left out there, that's the part where they have to mm-hmm. drastically improve. But that goes to the consistency part across the board for these guys on offense. Last one here, the lit one. Lit, 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 lit. Rebecca says Minka was putting on a clinic Sunday. Dang. Oh, yes, he was. He was on fire. I just hope the boys on defense don't have to play that many snaps in the future. <laughs> I hope so as well. <laughs> oh, I hope so yes. as well. I hope that, so. Because that was, whew. As well. Did you see, uh, if you included special team snaps, Cam Sutton played 99 plays on right. Sunday. I would have said, Coach T, you got to get me one That's more nice. out there just so I can no. get to the Century Club. Edmonds was another one. Edmonds was out there playing gunner on punt return. I was like, holy cow. You watch him on tape, and not just one snap, multiple. Like, that was his thing. And he still played 100% of the defense snaps as well. <laughs> so, yeah, this dude's crazy. Yep. Crazy. One snap away from crazy. hitting the Century Club. I tell you what, 
Max was in the locker room this morning. Yeah. He was say, like he had a game where he was in college that went into like four or five overtimes that Florida was playing. Mm-hmm. And he played 124 snaps. He was like, I couldn't walk for 48 hours. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, Sunday and Monday, he's like, I couldn't move. He's like, I could barely get out of bed. 124 oh snaps. Oh, my gosh. And that's why the NFL will never do college overtime rules. You can't, man. <laughs> 124. Like, just think about that, bro. 124. He wasn't even getting any NIL deals out of this either back then. I mean, geez, <sighs> Louise. 124 snaps for Max. In a Ain't college no football game. And that was down in Florida, too, where it's right. like 97 degrees Ain't every single day. No way. Nope. All right, one more here quickly before I let before you sign off. Uh, Bill tweets us and says, good afternoon, cousins. What was good, Bill? Wednesday is like a tie score after overtime. Monday is a landslide loss. Friday is a dominating win. The weekends are the playoffs. And holiday weekends are the Super Bowl. See that that Bill, that's that, pretty accurate right there. That, I like that. From from uh from Bill's lips to Steelers blitz law. Man, they just said I just seen somebody say Wednesday is Dwayne Bow. Come on, bro. That what I'm talking about. See that what I'm talking about. That, that see all right. Mm-hmm. And you talking about yeah Wednesday? Everybody like what favorite day of the week? Nah, man. Wednesday is not a good day, man. With that, so yeah, I'll let you get us out of here on a Moats Host Wednesday. Greatly appreciate you, man. So, with that being said, man, shout out to my producer, man, Mr. Wesley Euler. Bing bong. Pleasure as always. Already, you know the power grip megawise. Gotta salute y'all, man. Y'all always keeping us on our toes, but more importantly, man, keeping us having a good time. Yes, thank you, thank you. Love the participation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know my co-host, man. Gotta throw big time love, big time shout out to the one and only Wesley Euler. There's something about a Wednesday. Thanks, Mozi. I appreciate you carrying the torch as always. Oh no, Wednesday. You know, we got songs about Friday and Saturday and all that. I'm gonna go home and write a song about Wednesday. Deserve and, some love. And, and, and you know what? That would be very fitting for Wednesdays. We got Sinatra for other songs. We have West for Wednesdays. So with that being said, you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and the gold. Stellars. Uh-huh. Nation. Uh-huh. Radio. Well, there it is. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.